I know what it feels like to live in the medical model. It's like that medical merry-ground, like you're trying to get healthy, but your wheels are spinning because no one's equipping you with the right stuff. And here's the thing, if we do the same thing everyone else is doing, we're gonna get the same results that every single person is getting. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella and today I'm joined by Dr. Tom Nixon who was born and raised in Ormond Beach, Florida but comes to us live today from North Carolina. Hey Dr. Tom, how are you? Ella, good, good, good. So thankful to be on with you today. It's been a long time coming. I know. I'm so glad we worked it out. Okay, so we're going to talk about several things today with Dr. Tom. We're going to talk about why you would ever go see a chiropractor. Are they quacks, Dr. Tom? Are chiropractors quacks? We're going to talk about that. Yes. How to know whether you have a good one or not. And I want to get specifically into a topic that I'm getting a lot of emails about, and that is migraines. So if any of those topics interest you, stick around because we are going to have some fun. You ready, Dr. Tom? I'm ready, Al. Let's do it. Well, first, why don't you share a little bit about you so people can hear a little bit about how you got into this practice and a little bit about your backstory. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a story about my father uh, and his health, and he's the reason I, I do all of this. And and um, so basically, my pops, uh, he was 45 years old, and up until that point in his life, had quote-unquote great health, right? Like no medications, no aches and pains. He was quote-unquote healthy. So sitting on the couch one day, uh, 45 years old, out of the blue, my father has a heart attack. So they rushed him to the hospital, and, and thank God they saved his life. But when he left the hospital, they said, here, Mr. Nixon, are your medications. So they put him on high blood pressure meds, uh, high cholesterol medication, uh, and Avandia. They used to use that one for diabetes. Elle, do you remember Avandia? No. So, some of our listeners will definitely, because there's a lot of uh, lawsuits and different things against it anyway. So they put him on that medication, and that first heart attack... Uh, woke him up. And that's what health problems do for people. A lot of times they, they wake them up like, hey, you have to take care of your health. Sure. So my father goes, you know, to the nutritionist and she says, eat, you know, oatmeal for breakfast. And uh, the doctor says, take these three medications. So, so he goes home, starts taking them. And, and everyone knows this, right? Drugs and medications, they always come along with side effects. They'll even show us, you know, on the TV commercials, the last 30 seconds are all side effects. So the number one side effect of Avandia was heart attacks, right? So he starts taking that stuff, has a second heart attack, back in the hospital again. This time they do a quadruple heart bypass. They go in. Thank God they saved his life. But that's the one that really woke him up to say, okay, I have to do something different with my health. Uh, So he did. He started researching, finding people like you who could equip him with the mindset first and then, you know, the nutrition, uh, how to start moving. He found a chiropractor to start taking care of his nerve system. I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. And it took him a year. It took my dad 12 months. In 12 months, my father reversed every single diagnosis, got off every single one of his medications, and I got my dad back. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, so he is and the reason how, I did that. And how old were you at the time? Man, I was young. Uh, just be, Actually, just getting into ninth grade, so just starting high school. So I know what it feels like to live in the medical model where a lot of people are living. It's, just that, it's like that medical merry-ground. Like you're trying to get healthy, but your wheels are spinning because no one's equipping you with the right stuff. And so fast forward a, a few years later. Uh, I was in undergrad. I was studying, you know, molecular and microbiology. I wanted, to, I wanted to become a medical doctor, so that's why I was studying molecular and microbiology. I'm sitting down with my dad one day, and we were just kind of talking, you know, through life. And he asked me the question, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do for the rest of your life?" And I told him I want to be a doctor. Um, and he goes, "Why?" I go, "Well, I want to help people, right? That's why doctors are doctors and nurses are nurses. We want to help people." And he said something that just blew my mind at the time. He goes, he goes, good. He goes, the thing that helped me the most when he was going through his health crisis, yeah. it's when someone sat him down, taught him that his health was important, his health was valuable, but more so that he was the only one responsible for it, right? Because that's the truth. There's only one person who's responsible for your health, and it's it's you, right? Nobody should care more about your health than, than you do. And so well, I started and we that don't journey. We don't always want that to be true, do we, Dr. Tom? Mm-mm. Because it's, no. it's harder. It is. And that's what happens. We give we give our health to other people. And here's the thing. If we do the same thing everyone else is doing, we're going to get the same results that every single person is getting, right? Where one out of four Americans are on a, on a, on a prescription medication, right? One out of two men are being diagnosed with cancer. One out of three women are being diagnosed with cancer in the United States. And those are just the United States statistics, you know, not mine. That's just the truth. So it says, man, if you want something different, you got to understand how to take responsibility for your health, like you teach people to do, and then just start taking action on it. But Dr. Tom, so many people are like, okay, but how does this relate to your training as a chiropractor? Because I thought chiropractors cracked backs. Love it. Yep. So we've been in in town. We've been in, uh, in, in our city in North Carolina now. Uh, for about two and a half years, and we are we're blessed and honored. At at ten month mark, Ella, we became the largest chiropractic office in the entire triad. Oh wow, that's amazing! Right? At ten months, right? Not 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 because of us, definitely in spite of us. But um, and, and so most people start coming in with aches and pains. Like I go to the chiropractor because my back hurts and my neck hurts. And so here comes here comes the biggest difference. And I'll tell you one of the problems in chiropractic, and we can talk about this in a little bit. Uh, is is the way that it's practiced, right? So even in our town, and in the listeners out there, even in your town, you can go, you know, down the street and you'll find, you know, fifteen different chiropractors. Exactly. You walk into you walk into one, and she waves crystals over you. Uh, you walk <laughs> into another, and he'll lay you on your table and crack you. Um, you walk into another, and he'll put, you know, cold laser or whatever it is, which are fine things, but it's. There's very little to no regulation in chiropractic, meaning all three of those scenarios, they're all chiropractors, right? right. And you don't, just even from a consumer or a patient point of view, um, there's no consistency. So like you walk into some businesses, you know what you're getting every single time, no matter where you go. And to your point, there's no consistency because there's no standardization. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, I'm not purporting that it is, but it does make it super difficult when you're trying to find a practitioner. 
You got it. You got it. There's very little to no consistency, very little to no regulation in how the chiropractor practices, which makes it difficult for the consumer to know what they're getting into when they or who to get who to go into. And so I'll walk through a little bit through that. But let me let me walk through the nerve system. So when when I start talking about you know, my father reversed high blood pressure and, and patients in our office reversing their type two diabetes, you know, in a month and uh, and different things like that. Let me walk through how that happens. Yes, um, please. Okay, so I'll try to put it in layman's terms. Uh, it's really straightforward. It's just, it's just, it's the nerve system, right? So health, it's all about how your body heals, and it's all about how your body functions, right? So we know the way the way our bodies were created. There's one thing that controls all the function of our body, and that is our brain. So here's here we go. Your brain sends a message, right, a signal down your spinal cord and then out your nerves to everything in your body. Right, so now your heart beats and your lungs breathe and your thyroid is happy and you can lose weight and everything is wonderful and you're in no pain. Right, great. It sends the message all the way down there. Right? The problem happens is when those bones, right, so the vertebrae in your spine, when those bones move the wrong way, so misaligned, uh, they move the wrong way out of alignment, they'll put pinching pressure and tension on those nerves on the spinal cord. So now whatever that nerve goes to is going to be affected. So it's just it's cause and effect, cause and effect, right? Um, so at, at the base of the skull, we'll talk about this in a little bit. At the base of the skull, those are the nerves that come out and they control the blood supply to your head. So if someone has pinching pressure on the nerves that control the blood supply to their head, they leave it there, that means they're going to get a throbbing what? Headache, Yeah, right? and then everything, in my experience. Yeah, and then everything else. And so this is good too for anyone out there who's ever had a migraine before. Right. So you know how a migraine will affect your eyes and will affect your ears? Like you'll be sensitive. You ever seen someone who has a migraine, Ella, like they're sensitive to light and sound? Oh my gosh, honestly. So I'm so, so lucky that this is not an issue that I have personally. I, yeah. I don't suffer from migraines. But when you have a migraine, like you actually want to die. Like you would, yeah. it's just absolutely unbearable and any stimulation whatsoever, like light, as you say, is just, I, I don't even, I don't have words to describe it. Yeah, no, really. It's, it's so true. It's like, put me in a dark room, close the door, kids, get away from me. <laughs> Mom's done. If you value right? your life. But watch this. The reason why it affects their eyes and their ears is because the same nerves that control the blood supply to their head is the same nerves that control their eyes and their ears. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Here we go. It's all connected, right? So here's a big one. If you go down to the base of your neck, so I'm like, I'm like touching my spine right now. Okay, I'm gonna do it too. Okay, go. <laughs> if you go down to the base of your neck, right here at the base of your neck. If you like tuck your chin forward, you see that little bump right there. So okay, go, yep. those nerves come out across your shoulder blades, all the way into your fingers. It's the exact same nerves that come right into your heart. Oh. Okay. So if someone has pinching pressure on the nerve that goes to their heart, that means their heart has to work harder, has to work double time, has to work overtime. And then they say, the doctor says, oh, well, that's called high blood pressure and we'll give you a medication for it called HCTZ, right? The pancreas is another one, right? So if you have pressure on the nerve that goes to the pancreas, it can't make enough insulin. Insulin regulates your blood sugar. So if you can't make enough insulin, your blood sugar goes up. The doctor says, oh, this is called type 2 oh diabetes. Here's your metformin. And then we'll give you insulin to inject into your leg for the rest of your life. We're getting there, right? So here's another one. Is it helping connect the dots? So now at the bottom, these are the nerves that come out, and they go out to the low back, right? So low back pain. So that's what most people associate the chiropractor with. So 
patient comes in with low back pain, uh, there's pressure on the nerves going to the low back muscles, maybe down the leg, they call that sciatica. Now the same nerve drives right into your digestive system. Oh my, okay, keep going. So now instead <laughs> of a spastic muscle, now this person gets a spastic colon and they call it constipation or diarrhea and IBS go one higher. Now that nerve goes into the stomach, they call it a spastic stomach. That means when someone puts, puts food into it, it shoots it right back out and they say, welcome to reflux. Here's your purple pill called Nexium, and you'll be on it for the rest of your life. So that is the nerve system. So this is the biggest difference, right? So in our office, how we see people reverse all these chronic diseases is through the nerve system. So some people come in with aches and pains. And when we first opened our doors, that's what the majority of people had. The patient would go, yeah, I have low back pain. And I'd walk through just like I did with you. That nerve goes to your colon. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've been, I go to the bathroom once every seven days, right? Like, well, that's not good. <laughs> and there's a reason why it's happening. And you just got to fix the cause, right? So now here's the beautiful part about your body. Here's the good news for everyone listening, right? The good news about your body is that it heals, there's no reason why your brain can't heal low back pain or type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure. You just got to figure out why it's not. Fix the cause of it, get rid of it, and you don't have to keep living with this stuff the rest of your life. And that's how we see our patients reverse high blood pressure and come off their diabetes medications and, uh, and how we see the results that we see in our office. And that's the nerve system. So that's how we get from chiropractor aches and pains to, wow, that's how you're getting people off all these drugs and medications or helping them get off these drugs and medications through changing their lifestyle and taking care of the nerve system. And that's how my dad did it. That's how my dad reversed all that stuff. Wow. This is, this is really blowing my mind for a couple of reasons. I know that you are not just a chiropractic practice. I know that you actually are what, what you call maximized living health center. And now yeah. I get it, Dr. Mm. Tom. Now yeah. I get it. The reason that my chin is sort of dropped. I'm really glad you can't see me because I'm like, <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Seriously, is because you're describing me because I my diet is is cleaner than your average bears, right? Yep, and yep. actually, I don't know what bears eat. <laughs> they probably, no, probably, they probably mostly whole food, but <laughs> cleaner than your average American. Okay, let's say that. And I I have so many of the things that you describe, kind of from the middle back down, yeah. including digestive issues and blah blah blah. So I want to be a guinea pig. I want to share my experience with the listeners. This is so exciting because for example, and I have lower lumbar pain a lot and I'll keep this brief everyone, I promise. <laughs> but I noticed I had a really bad episode where everything sort of locked up and I couldn't move and it totally was impacting my digestive system. Yep. And I will not go into detail, but it was just, <laughs> ugh, it was awful. And yeah. I was like, one of these is causing the other, but I actually don't know which. And, you know, I don't even remember how I addressed it at the time through voodoo and a series of other, <laughs> other things, but this makes so much good sense to me. Yep. So, so what does someone like that do? Who's eating well, because I know you're not saying, all right, if you're eating complete junk food all the time and drinking 16 sodas a day, I can reverse type two diabetes by, um, working with your nervous system and helping you do some corrective action. I know you're not saying that. No, no, there's way more that goes into it. So what I love about your approach is that it's 360 degrees. Cause I know that you work with people on their nutrition plans and so on and so forth and get them sorted out so that you can actually, your practice actually can be effective. Is that, is that a fair statement? No, yeah, you're spot on. Okay. Okay. So, but what is fascinating about this is people who are doing 
everything right 80% of the time, this is something that they may not have thought of before. Yeah, and you'll see this a lot, Ella, with digestive system and thyroid is another big one that we see uh, in my practice and see great results with because, I mean, you'll see, you know, a, a woman who comes in, you know, mid-40s, you know, with thyroid issues, meaning, you know, lower energy and can't lose weight like she used to, right? And so she goes through the series of stuff and she starts eating the right foods and change, again, changes her diet. All those things are amazing. We teach that same stuff to cut out sugar, cut out bread, eat more coconut oil, you know, doing all the right things uh, and, and, and taking action with that, but still hits plateaus, Yeah. right? Because that's the frustrating thing, right? So, it's like I'm working out, I'm eating right, but nothing's really working and changing how it's supposed to. So then that that person hopefully ends up at a at a you know maybe an integrative you know medical office, and we work with them a lot. We, we love you know the integrative approach, and so they put them on, you know, not synthroid, but maybe something like Nature Thyroid or Armor Thyroid, which is a little bit better, right? But still doesn't fix the cause. So the nerves right in the middle of your neck. Right, right above the one that go to your heart, right in the middle of your neck. They come out and they go to your neck muscles. So some women will feel neck pain. And that's where women carry stress and carry tension. Right in front of that, that same nerve goes right into your thyroid. So if there's pressure on the nerve that goes to your thyroid, it can't release the thyroid hormones. Energy goes down, weight goes up. Right? And this is how we'll get elevated. I'm going to talk about blood work for a quick, just a quick second. Okay. I don't want to go over. Okay, so TSH. Right, so this is how people. This is how majority of medical doctors right now will diagnose a, a hypo or a hypothyroid. They'll say you have elevated TSH. Well, TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone, comes from your brain, from your pituitary gland, and your pituitary gland is telling your thyroid to make a hormone. Right, so if, if, the, if, the, if the brain sends the message, if the message doesn't get through because there's pressure on the nerve going to the thyroid, so the message gets blocked the message can't get through, the brain says, well, I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to keep, so like if you have a little kid who's trying to get mommy's attention, but mom doesn't want to listen, the kid gets louder and louder and keeps going and says, hey, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom. That's what your brain is doing with TSH. It's saying, hey, thyroid, hey, thyroid, hey, thyroid, make this stuff, but the connection is being interrupted by the nerve system. That gives you elevated TSH, and they say, now it's time to take a medication because you have a bad thyroid. Oh, my gosh. I bet so many people have never made this connection before. So what would they do? Like, so, so let's say that we're now talking, you're talking to me, you're talking to other people who are, who are identifying with any of the challenges that you're articulating. What do we do if we're now in our home <laughs> or in our office or in our car and we're like, okay, so how do I fix this? Because I don't want to end up at the strip mall chiropractor who, wave, who waves <laughs> crystals over me. And by the way, I'm being really offensive. Uh, there's nothing wrong with incorporating non-traditional things yep. into your practice, but you know what I'm saying. Let me use a little hyperbole here, guys, <laughs> and a tiny bit of a sense of humor. I don't want to go in and have someone be like, oh, over my body. I want someone to make me feel better. Yes, good question. So just like the, what, most, what most people would do, they'd go on Google and they would Google chiropractor in my town. And then, you know, who knows what pops up. So after chiropractic school, to learn all the stuff that I just went through with you, I had to go through another two years of schooling and training. Oh, I see. So actually, let's talk about training for just a minute. And don't forget where we want to go here. But let me yep. just rabbit hole you for just a second. 
Talk to us about what your education is. How long was the traditional education? And then what did you supplement it with? Yeah, so after undergrad, went through a four-year program, uh, doctor of chiropractic, and we study a ton of neurology, anatomy, physiology, neurology. Those are the big ones. Anatomy, physiology, okay. neurology, how that nerve system works, how your nervous system controls everything. And so went through all that, four years. And then after that, I went through a, a residency program. And this is the extra two years to figure out, well, how do you actually correct things like my father had gone through? So my father, and this is what you'll look for when you're looking for a chiropractor. It's called corrective chiropractic care. Okay. Correct. Corrective is the big word. Corrective, meaning to actually fix something, right? To actually correct something. And what that means is that the these chiropractors and what we do in our office is, is, is the way you figure out what's going on and the way you figure out are you fixing it is through pre and post x-rays. Pre and post x-ray shows you exactly where the pressure is that's causing your, say, low back pain or digestive system issues. And then through a course of treatments, you would take a post x-ray to figure out where are we in the process and have we corrected this and can we make this permanent to keep it going from back, keep it from going back the wrong way. Okay. So corrective chiropractic care, the hard part is there's about 5% of chiropractors who do it. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Is there an index, like a listing? So if you go, so you had mentioned earlier, maximized living. Uh, so maximized living is a network of about four, 500 doctors now, maximized living chiropractors who are doing this stuff. Okay. Uh, maximizedliving.com. You can type in, you can type in your zip code and it'll pop, it'll show you who the closest one is to the closest office and it gives rankings and reviews and you can read stories from their patients and you can read their Google reviews and I would definitely recommend doing all of that um, and just making sure you connect with that doctor but corrective chiropractic care is the difference because the what we learn in school Ella is that patient you know say you come in my office I say where do you hurt you say my low back and so I bring you to my table and we push and then we put some stuff on there, which is fine. Like all these things are fine and do that thing. That's what we learned in, in chiropractic school. And then I say, good adjustment. Come back next time you're in a lot of pain. And so you say, oh, thank you so much. And you can, you know, let's say you can go for, you know, another four or six months and you yep. feel better. And then, you know, you just, you move the wrong way or you pick up your kids one day and then boom, here we go. You're right back where you started. And then you just, it's just that cycle, you know, over and over and over again is what we learned in school because it never corrects anything. Um, but that's not what changed my father's life. So I decided to go through the other next or two years to figure out how to actually fix this stuff. Okay, cool. So I want to, I want to pause here for some of our listeners though, because I have a bunch of listeners in the UK and in Australia and who might be just out of range for this directory of 500 doctors, I bet you could equip us with some questions we should be asking when we do have to pick somebody out of the phone book. By the way, I don't think phone books exist anymore, but <laughs> you know, metaphorically speaking, are there questions that we, that you can equip us with that we can ask to help us screen practitioners maybe a, a little bit. So we kind of have a better sense for what we might be getting into. Yeah. Beautiful. First question. When you pick up the phone out of the phone book, pick up the phone and ask a the phone book on your t on your cell phone. Yes. Uh, and you'll ask whoever picks up the phone. Ask them, "Hey, I'm looking for a corrective chiropractor. Do you guys do corrective chiropractic work?" And they'll either say yes or no. If they're hesitant, 
That means no. Right. If they're <laughs> hesitant like, and then no matter what they say next, the answer is no. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we can, we can do that. <laughs> no. You want the answer to be yes. Um, and if, if you want to ask another question, the way you really know, do you take pre and post x-rays? Do you take pre and post x-rays? Because 95% of chiropractors out there don't take any x-rays. Yeah. Um, they'll just go based on, on feeling, you know, and the other half will take uh, just one x-ray in the beginning, but no follow-ups. And so you have no, you have no idea, no way to judge, am I doing well? Is my spine correcting? Am I actually moving forward? Or do I have to just keep doing this for the rest of my life? Well, that's interesting because I've never done x-rays before in all of the years that I've personally had these issues because I hate x-rays because I hate radiation. So, and so I shy away from them. The dentist wants to do an x-ray, you know, once every X years, I don't even remember. And I always say, no, I'm like, look, nothing's changed. It's fine. Um, and then I might do one like once every 10 years, literally, but you have convinced me that this is a good idea. Do you want to touch on that very briefly? Yeah, let's talk about radiation because I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't own a microwave. I don't stand next to microwaves. Um, I, I don't like radiation either. So, but one of the things that we do for our office, our machine is low dose. I specifically bought a low dose radiation machine and spent the extra money. Uh, so, one, we can take care of liter- like little kids, like babies and infants, if we have to get an X-ray of them. But just for myself and all of our patients, uh, so the pre and post X-ray. So, our machine. So here's an example, a one chest x-ray, like if, if you're at the hospital and they're looking for pneumonia, one chest x-ray would be equivalent, equivalent to 500 of the x-rays you get in my office. Oh my word. Yeah. So very low dose. All I need to see is those bones, but I'm right there with you, Ella. I don't like radiation and I definitely don't like extra radiation. Um, like I said, if we don't even have a microwave at home. Yeah, and I am absolutely not an expert in this field, but I will tell you that before I have an x-ray, like the day before, and then for a day or two afterward, I just try and eat really clean. I try and up my green juices a little bit. You know, I throw some vitamin C down. I, you know, I just, all my good practices, I personally tend to just clean things up right around there. So my body will just flush it a little bit faster and better. And needless to say, I'll, I'll amp up the water too. No, and you're right on. You're right on point. And I would recommend the same thing. What I would do, uh, if you if you are going in for any type of of X-ray radiation, whatever it is, what I would do is add in that vitamin C. Certainly flush out with water, but two herbs that are really great to add into your green drinks: cilantro and parsley. Oh, perfect. I'm glad you mentioned that. So tell people why we should be putting cilantro, parsley into our smoothies, into our green juices, or onto our salads, or whatever. Yeah, wonderful. So the vitamin C will help get oxygen into your bloodstream. The the parsley and the cilantro are natural detoxification methods for your liver. So those are some of the best herbs that you can get into your body. So put it on salads. You can juice it. If you juice it, you can do a lot more of it. So I prefer that method uh, to get all the nutrients out of that, and that will help your liver detoxify that stuff. So I would do it the day before. Uh, the day if you're going to get x-rays and certainly the, the day after. I, I actually juice parsley and cilantro mm-hmm. quite often. It's not bad at all. No, it's delicious. Okay, well, I'm going to go buy some because I'm coming over. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Okay, random question for you relevant to absolutely nothing, Dr. Tom. I have just bought a an inversion table. It's called a teeter. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I clip my ankles in and I lie back and it lets me hang upside down. And it feels outstanding. 
standing when I get up because it's decompressing something, obviously. So are those things horrible for you? Does it depend on who you are and what's going on? Do you have any opinion about those contraptions? Yes, so here's my two cents on inversion tables. So short-term relief, yes, can create long-term problems. No! Here's how. Here's how. Let me show you how to fix it, though, and how to, how to help it. Okay. So if you, if you were to look at or to Google a picture of your spine from the side view, your spine has curves yes. from the side. If you hang upside down, you will lose those curves. Okay. So it'll decompress. What you're feeling is the decompression of your discs. It opens the joints up. It feels nice. It releases serotonin. That's your feel-good hormone. And the neurotransmitters, and it feels wonderful, right? Yeah, I sort of love it. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, no, for sure. It's great. But if you do that for too much, too often, too long, you'll lose the curves. And what happens is you'll become very susceptible to literally blowing out a disc. So the way you fix it, if you're going to go on the inversion table, what I would do is I would roll up a towel. Some of them actually start coming with uh, with lumbar supports now. But basically, oh, okay, like, mine did. I just okay, wouldn't good. let my, I wouldn't let my husband put it on there. Okay. <laughs> so put, put, have your husband put it on there. <laughs> it's there for a reason. Either roll if you don't have a lumbar support, roll up a towel. But you also have to put one under your neck. Oh, okay. You have a forward-facing lumbar curve, and you have a forward-facing cervical curve, uh, the lordosis curve of your low back, the lordosis curve of your cervical spine. So put something, a roll, a towel, I would put something there to help support you if you're going to go upside down like that. Okay, so you're okay with me doing that? I mean, just, I don't mean me personally, but what do you feel about five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, you know, not 30 minutes? Yeah, so my recommendation, and and I tell patients who have them, number one, do the rolls or the lumbar support. You have to do that. That's critical. And I also recommend don't go over 10 minutes. I would do it three, four, five, if you have to, days a week. Okay, thank you so much. I know this sounds random to so many people, but I posted a picture of myself on my inversion table on (laughs) my Facebook page, and people were freaking out. They're like, what is that? Or I totally want one, or how do I get one? And I was like, well, hold on. I don't even know if it's good for you. So (laughs) I wanted to ask. So guys, everything that Dr. Tom has mentioned, of course, you don't need to be writing down because I'll put it in the show notes at onairwithella.com. And you can link to all of the resources that he's mentioned, and I'll put this photo of me on the inversion table on this uh in the show notes so people can see it and then you can do what you want (laughs) all right dr tom thanks for that you just got our feet wet like this is just an introduction and i can't wait to have you back on to talk more tell us what right now what's one habit you'd like each of us to take on for a week and give it a try i want you guys to start looking at yourself (laughs) not in a i know you do that every day when you get ready not in a vanity way but start checking out your posture Right, so we talked about the nerves at the base of your neck going to to your heart and right above it to your thyroid. Start looking in the mirror. When you look at yourself from the side, you wanna see your ears over your shoulders, right? Looking for that alignment. And you want your ears to sit over your shoulder. What happens a lot of us, especially for us who sit at a desk, who sit at a computer, We'll start here, right? So 9 a.m., we have great posture. By 10 a.m., we're going forward. By noon, we're like hunched over, right? Like hunchback of Notre Dame. So start being aware of your posture this week. 
Oh, I love that. And I love the ears over the shoulders. I've actually never heard it expressed that way. Is everybody in their car right now? Are you doing this? Because I totally am. Everyone just sat up with way better posture and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel better. If you take a big breath in, you'll have more lung capacity. It's wonderful. Okay, I love it. Ears over shoulders. That's a great one. Okay, and what's one resource that you are loving that you want to share with everybody? Yeah, so first of all, for anyone looking for that corrective chiropractic care, uh, go to MaximizeLiving.com. It is actually a phenomenal resource, one, to find a corrective chiropractor, but also, to all the other essentials that we teach in our office. Like we talked about the lifestyle changes, the nutrition, the exercise, the detox. You can learn more about the cilantro, the parsley, how to get that liver detoxifying, uh, MaximizeLiving.com. Fantastic. All right, Dr. Tom, I can't wait to have you back on. You're going to be our resident expert. This is going to be fun. Beautiful. I'll be back. I'd love to. Dr. Tom, where do people find you? Uh, we're online. You can go to TwinCityHealth.com. Uh, we're also on the lovely Facebook. It's uh, Facebook.com backslash TwinCityHealth. And you can see amazing uh, testimonies and stories of life change from our patients on there. All right, that's cool. And just so you know, even if you would never get to North Carolina where Dr. Tom is, his site has a lot of useful resources and it even has some pretty cool recipes. So that's fun. Thanks for that. Absolutely. All right, Dr. Tom, thank you so much for your time and for your expertise. And I can't wait to talk to you again. You guys send me your questions via Facebook, via the website, however you normally reach me. You can shoot me an email and send me your questions for Dr. Tom and we'll get him back on the show. All right, Dr. Tom. Tom, thanks a million. Catch you later. Thanks, Ella. Bye now. Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.